horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. BYU gets a 68-51 win over St. Mary's. We'll get some scores. We'll update you on some stats and some other stuff. It is Cougar Post Game Live. I'm Ben Bagley, your host, as BYU gets the 65-51 victory over St. Mary's. The Cougars finished the regular season 18-5 on the season, 9-3 in conference. And with this win, secure the second seed to the WCC tournament, which means BYU gets a week off. They won't have to play until semifinal Monday in a week and change in Las Vegas. So BYU will get to sit back with the Zags and watch until Monday on the semifinals of the WCC tournament. So congratulations to Mark Pope and BYU for that. BYU outscores the Gels 42-33 in the second half after just a paltry 23-18 lead in the first half. Tell two halves there, BYU got things going in the second half. Three-point shooting for BYU was up to par. We'll talk about that coming up in just a second. Fans, remember, when the Cougars win, you win. With Papa John's Pizza, use the online promo code BYU50 at papajohns.com on Monday and receive 50% off any of, of pizza at any Utah location. Check the scoreboard in the WCC. One final from earlier today as Pepperdine beats San Diego 90-84. to Games underway are just going final. The Zags with a minute left up 85-65 on LMU. So after a close game and half, once again, the Zags put the put LMU out uh, away 85-65. I said a minute left in that game. Just going final just moments ago, Pacific beat San Francisco 76-69. to In the NBA, the Utah Jazz beat the Orlando Magic 124-109. to Whatever your financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Coming up next... We'll check the scoreboard in the NCAA Top 25. Upsets abound. That's the story of a Saturday. We'll get you those scores coming up in just a second. Also, talk about the BYU three-point shooting in the second half and the first half. A good night from the three-point line for BYU. That's all coming up next. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU gets the win over St. Mary's 65-51. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made nine three-pointers for a total of $450. Total donations this season are now $10,750. Thank you, Mountain America. The Cougars, by the way, five for six in the second half from three. Nice shooting from three for the Cougars. A couple upsets to mention in NCAA today. Top 25, number 17, Kansas upsets number two and previously undefeated Baylor, 71-58. That leaves Gonzaga as the lone undefeated team in the nation. Uh, Also, Utah upsets 19th ranked USC, 71-61 in Salt Lake City. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for Cougar, the Cougar Locker Room show, show. Your final in Provo, 65-51 BYU over St. Mary's. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our 
Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Harwood posting up. Harding to Johnson for the tie from three. Got it! Spencer Johnson knocks it down right side! The Cougar Locker Room Show is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU caps off its 2020-21 regular season with a senior night send-off, 65-51 over St. Mary's. Tremendous second half to close this one out. BYU took a close game at halftime and ran away in the second half. BYU is a winner, and we are joined now by Brandon Abert, our first of two seniors in our America First courtside interview here post-game. Brandon, thanks for coming on. Good to see you once again. Let me just make one quick adjustment to your microphone, and we're going to be in much better shape. Just give me two seconds on this one. All right, Mark, uh, while I'm doing that, um, Brandon Averitt tonight scores all 11 of his points after halftime. Well, I mean, Brand, uh, obviously he's always good. He got a little foul trouble in the first half, but it seemed like to start that second half you were super aggressive to get to the rim. You paid off at the rim. You also made some great passes inside, and that seemed to be the spark uh, for this team to kind of get going in the second half. I don't know if you can answer that yet, Greg. Is he ready? I think he's good to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. I mean, I knew coming coming into the second half I was going to have to kind of be aggressive early just because I was kind of sitting early and basically the the whole first half. So, I mean, I just wanted to come out and – just try to get to the rack and maybe get to the free throw line and just just kind of give us a spark like 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 I did and and, and it worked and I'm I'm glad we pulled out the dub. Oh, you got some people now, coming as, up as, we're, <laughs> as we're talking with you. We have a lot of like special guests congregating around Brandon Averett here, uh, and uh, as as Brandon poses, I want a picture with Brandon Averett. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> as you do that with some fans, some special people for the program, uh, tell us who's uh, with you. Just over on a couple of chairs to your left here. Oh yeah, these are my these are my beautiful parents right here. Uh, we have Belinda Averett on, on the left and Randolph Averett right there on the right, and. They're all, they came down all the way from Dallas, Texas, and this is their first time in, in the Marriott Center. And wow. I'm glad I could awesome. send, them, send them back home with a, with a W. So. <laughs> you, call, you call him Randolph. Who gets to call him Randy? Because I called him Randy. Oh, oh, that's his name. Okay. <laughs> Randy's his name. But okay. Randolph is his real name, but right. everybody calls him Randy. You got a little formal on us. That's all right. That's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I got a little formal. And they got to enjoy the whole weekend here, right? They saw you Thursday, too, here, is right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they, they got here Thursday morning. They, 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 uh, they seen the game on Thursday. We kind of hung out a little bit yesterday. and. I think they leave tomorrow morning. So, I mean, it's been great to have them here for the, for the weekend, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's and, and, and what great timing, too, to have them be in the building when some fans get to come in the stands, too. And, I mean, people who are listening on the radio tonight, when they heard the postgame celebration and the speeches and stuff, you couldn't tell it was only you know, yeah. 2,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was loud, right? Yes, yeah, sir, exactly. That's what, that's, I think Caleb told me yesterday, he was like, man, is this... This looks a little bit more than two thousand, but I mean, just <laughs> just just from just because we haven't we haven't had fans all year, you know. So anything was going to be special for us, and and, and I, I love the turnout, and it was it was fun to have the energy in the gym again. You know, we've been playing in dead gyms all year, finding our energy. So it was definitely fun and, and and exciting to have them out there, and and finally play in front of some fans. You know. Well, speaking on behalf of the fans, I, I can do that because I am a fan and. But thank you for coming to BYU. I mean, it's been so awesome to watch you do your thing here and, and have such great success and the team having such great success. And uh, senior night, I mean, I, I was there a long time ago. That's a special night. Maybe talk about your feelings uh, playing in this building on senior night. Uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's exciting, you know. I mean, I, I have nothing but great feelings. And, and it was kind of bittersweet just reminiscing on, on the college journey and all, all the places I've been and all the ups and downs. and But, I mean, that's what we do it for, you know. I mean, just, just continue to fight through adversity and, and just, just use it as fuel to get better and, and come back the next day and come back harder and just rep, keep repeating that that, the, uh, that that routine over and over again. And, and, and it, tonight just felt like a just like a, a thank you, you know. I mean, just more like being grateful for everything and for everybody who's embraced me here. And it's been lovely and, and – and like I said on the mic, we, we're going to keep going. So, so you guys, you guys saw some adversity as a team in the first half tonight. You had a five-point lead at the break. I mean, no one's going to complain about 18 points allowed. That was tremendous defense. But I'm sure you guys felt there was a lot left in the tank on offense, and you showed it in the second half. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we felt like we left a, a few points on the board. You know, just just 
shots we normally make. We kind of miss a few bunnies at the rim, you know. But we, we're going to stay locked in for the full 40, and we knew those shots were going to eventually fall. So we're never really focused on our on the offensive end. As long as we're getting shots up and we're, we're moving the ball and getting our shots, we're, we're, we're always in good shape. So we're always focused on getting stops and we know because we know that once our offense gets going, our defense is going to actually win us the game. So, Okay, how about you? Uh, you had zero points and two fouls, came really quick. And then you end up with 11 and play a typical Brandon Averitt type game. Uh, where were you in your head in the first half as you were watching your guys, and what what were you coming out with in the second half? Uh, you know, just a little frustration, just just because I mean, last game I just fouled out and I come out senior night and <laughs> get two fouls and before the media, so just a little frustration. But just uh, Coach Robinson told me to stay locked in and you're you're, you're going to get back in and just play smart whenever you get back in the game. So I just tried to stay engaged, talk to my teammates, and, and lead from the bench and just be vocal out there, be heard. So I just tried to stay locked in no matter what. Maybe a couple of words about your fellow seniors. I thought you and Alex is a backcourt. I mean, one of the best backcourts in the country and have, have a real chemistry, but uh, as well as Matt. I mean, some of those plays in the second half, uh, those lobs, you just – you seem to all kind of figuring it out. You've only played together this one year, but it seems to be coming together right now. Yeah, bro. definitely. I, I, I kind of credit that to, to just all the practice that we we, we went through and two-a-days. And even this year, you know, we, we get a game canceled because of COVID. We're going to practice for 10 days straight, you know, in, instead of playing two games a week. So I credit that to just practice and just building chemistry and just actually coming to get better every single day and just not just not be here and just not be in practice and actually working working through just to, working the kinks out of of the offense and just kind of getting to know each other's style of play and knowing where we like the ball and just just keep repping it out. So, Trevin Nell uh, led BYU in scoring tonight, 15 points. Another different guy who can lead this team in scoring. You guys are deep. Man, we are deep, and that's that's I think that's really what makes this team special. You know, on both ends of the floor, you know, we we got guys who can do special things. You know, so. Uh, we about 15 deep. You can play any, really, almost any guy on, on and get stuff out of him. So, uh, you know, Trev, he came in. He's been working real hard. We always have a lot of confidence in him, and he came in, made some plays off the bounce, made some shots like he always does. Played great defense, and and he he he, he essentially kind of won the game for us down the stretch. You know, so uh, we love Trev, and, and and it's always next man up for us. We're only going to have you for one segment tonight because Matt Harms will, will take the other se- uh, the second segment as, a, as another senior. So last couple things for you here. Uh, next up is Las Vegas, and you won't play for a while. You'll have nine days, I think, between games, and you're not going to play till semifinal Monday. BYU got knocked out of that thing on semifinal Monday last year. You want to go at least one game deeper, of course. Your thoughts about getting ready for Las Vegas and, and the next step in your journey? Uh, we're gonna well, first we're gonna enjoy this night, enjoy this senior night win, and and, and in the regular season off and ten and three, and and we're in Monday we come back, we're gonna lock straight in, straight in, and, and, and onto whoever or whatever we need to do. And I know we won't know who we, who who will play until Monday, really, but. Uh, we're just going to lock in and, and, and focus on getting better every day like we always do and just prepare for postseason. And this is what we've been working for all year. So we're excited and we're ready to get things going for sure. Now, this is senior night, and senior night means a send-off and a goodbye, obviously. But technically, anybody could be back again. And there's a lot of talk about that. You've got a big smile, and, and I know you've got things in mind and what's next. But it's good to know that there's that much love around that everyone's going, come on back to do it again. <laughs> yes, sir, definitely. You know, that, that's like... <laughs> I mean, what what would you rather have? You know, you you definitely would rather have guys want you to come back than want you to leave. You know, so <laughs> it was def it's definitely exciting. And it's, and it's by so the more- way, if you thought two thousand fans was cool, nineteen thousand is really cool, mm-hmm. and that would be something to consider. Yeah, I'm definitely. Just, I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely for sure. You know, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll right. see what happens after the season. Right now, we're <laughs> we're all focused in on, on on finishing this season out strong and, and doing what we need to do in postseason and. Just going on a run in March Madness. So we'll see what happens after the season. Understandably. Well, tonight was certainly a special night and hopefully more special days to come for you and the boys. Brandon, thanks so much. Uh, Wonderful to meet your parents, uh, Randy and Melinda, here uh, in Provo. So glad you guys got to have a great BYU experience. Congratulations to the entire Averett family. And thank you again, Brandon. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Greg. All right. That is uh, Brandon Averett, Matt Harms, next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. 
We are back courtside at the Marriott Center in Provo. BYU 65, St. Mary's 51, our final score. We're now talking with the second of our two senior interviews tonight. We had the senior Alex Barcelo on for a postgame on Thursday, so we're splitting it up tonight with uh, Brandon Averett and Matt Harms. And this interview is brought to you by America First Credit Union, here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Great chat with B.A. Now Matt Harms is with us. Uh, Matt, congratulations to you personally going over the 1,000-point plateau for your for your college career. Let's start there. Did you know that you were close to that number, for example? Uh, I did. I looked it up. I remember you tweeting about it <laughs> about, I think, about a month ago or something. And then I was like, oh, I'm starting to get close. So I actually looked it up right before this game, and I was like, seven? Yep. I was like, that is so doable. I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I'm happy it wasn't like 30. Um, <laughs> but to do that on my senior night was just really awesome. You know, it was just such a, a cool landmark to hit. And then, you know, to have people in here and just have that special moment with all these people in here uh, was just really awesome. Yeah, you went from 999 to 1001. And it happened on a three-point play, so you got to 1,002, and you finish at 1,004, and there are more points to come. That's the great thing about it. But finishing off the regular season the way you guys did, how special is it to do it in a building with fans on a senior night against a good team to cap it off the way you've done? It was great. Uh, you know, it was really great. It was such a fun game, too. You know, it was such a slugfest in the first <laughs> half. We love that kind of stuff. You know, as a team, we love that. Coach Pope loves that. Every single person that is affiliated with his basketball team loves games like that just because it really tests you, you know, like – Lesser teams would give in to the physicality and would stop working. Like, we're down 7-2 to two in fouls in the first half. We come back, and we just go be aggressive and physical, and we go, like, 9-7. to seven. So we get seven fouls in a row just because we're actually playing hard and we're working. Um, so it was so awesome to see that. You know, in the second half, we walked in there, and everyone was like, oh, none of us are hitting shots, but we're all super excited. Like, we're all so – this is awesome. So it was just so fun. Like, that's really the identity of this team, you know. The first time we played, it was the exact same thing, except we had to come from behind. This time we had a comfortable lead within, like, the last four minutes. But still so awesome. Well, man, I know I seem like a super young guy, but I've been coming, I've been watching games in this building for 40 years, oh, man. Goodness. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen a, a dominant defensive display like I saw in the first half. I mean, that was so good. And – coming off that LMU game, and you just make such a difference in there. But it seems like I know you've always been able to block shots, but it seems like you're kind of you're in the zone in that respect right now. Do you feel that? And what's working for you? Yeah, I mean, today I just I knew exactly what we were going to do. You know, I knew that uh, both uh, Kuzi and uh, Johnson weren't great shooters. I knew they were going to force the, you know, be forced to come at me. Uh, and I just really saw it. Like in the first half, it was just so dominant blocking shots, and it, was, it felt easy. You know, you start getting in his flow, like you know when the ball's coming off his hands and you can just go get it. And then in the second half, I, I just felt the impact of it by them not wanting to go at me anymore. Every single time I was there, then Kuzi took like three really tough contested threes, which we don't think he's going to hit. So we just started getting what we wanted. You know, I feel like that's so great. You know, maybe I don't, you know, I, I'm going to four or five blocks in the first half. Maybe five, I didn't get five. another five in the second half, but I, just the impact of those was, you know, set the tone for the rest of the game. Uh, and I think that was really important. You know, it was it was really good. My teammates, of course, helped so much. You know, Alex Barcelo and Brandon Averett doing a great job on those ball screens. Gideon George as well. Uh, Connor Harding even on a few of them. You know, they just do such a great job of just sending them into me and just letting me do my thing. So shout out to those guys as well. Not only did you pass 1,000 college points on your senior night game, you had your first BYU double-double as well. 11 points and 10 rebounds. Those 10 rebounds are a career high going back to your Purdue days too. Right. Uh, I've mean, you know, never been that dominant of a rebounder. I've always been, uh, been a guy that just boxes out, and it's kind of, you know, it's, I'm always okay with A.B. or B.A. grabbing that rebound. Let's get the break started a little quicker. Uh, but today, you know, I knew it was necessary. I knew those guys were super physical. I knew Foto was going to be flying in there. I knew Toss was going to always be down there. Um, so I knew it was going to be a tough game, so I just knew that I had to go snack some. Uh, tell us who's sitting a few feet to your left here. Tonight. Oh, we got my uh, my beautiful girlfriend Maggie here. Uh, I already thanked her during my senior night speech, but <laughs> I'm super happy that she's here. She actually moved out here with me, uh, so she's living here full time. Um, she's my support system out here. I'm super grateful that she's here. You mentioned how ticked off you were at Coach Pope for not telling you guys you'd have the mic in your hands after the game tonight, but that was a cool moment to have yeah. Coach Pope speak yeah. and then have the seniors talk and have the fans be able to soak it all in and send the love back your way. It was awesome. It really was. It was just so, you know, it was just pure. Like it. I would have appreciated time to, you know, write something or have a list of people that I wanted to thank at least. But at that moment, it was just from the heart. It was quick, you know, short, it was sweet. Uh, all the people in here, I hope, felt the love that I have for them. You know, it was, it was just special. You know, I just want to thank Vice President Workink and President Worthen once more for just making this possible, you know, for getting all these people back in the building. It's, it's not a privilege that a lot of teams, especially in our conference, have had, you know, um, barely any team that we've played has had fans. So just for us to be able to have some people in here was just so special. 
Well, Matt, I know the fans uh, love you, and uh, it's right back at you. And I, we asked my daughter before the game the other night who our favorite player was, and she said Matt Harms. And then you, you didn't to, tell BA that, did you? You didn't well, tell BA the same uh, thing uh, earlier. We'll, we'll keep it from those oh, guys. Okay. You can tell them. <laughs> but then you had cookies after the game last time, and you gave her a cookie, and you just made her life. And so, you, you, I mean, you're you're always so kind to everybody and we just appreciate uh, how hard you play i mean I, I, you get so excited and so enthusiastic it's it's fun to watch it so as a fan i'm broadcaster former player uh thanks for for all your hard work and keep keep going man let's let's do something special here thank you so much like yeah like you said we're not done we're long from done so you know we still got a beautiful month of march left for us you know i've never uh, as a player it's been Sweet 16 and further for me, so I, I want to keep it that way for my career, and I know this team has the tools to go do it. Yeah, uh, just uh, take us back then through your postseason experience at Purdue, um, what happened every year with you. Right, so my redshirt, freshman, my redshirt year, uh, we went to the Sweet 16 where we lost to Kansas. Uh, we won the Big Ten went to the Sweet 16. My redshirt freshman year, we did not win the Big Ten, but we went to the Sweet 16 again where uh, we lost to Texas Tech. Then my redshirt sophomore year, we uh, won the Big Ten, went to the Elite Eight, and then last year the tournament was canceled, so we're not going to talk about that year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but this year is a totally different situation. It will still feel a little different from a quote-unquote typical tournament, but the bottom line is it's going to happen, and BYU is going to be there. And um, I, you know, I'm not, How much do you worry about bracketology and watching projections? And Are you into that, or you kind of let it happen off to the side? I know we're in there. I know we're in there right now, so that's all I need to hear. You know, I don't care if we're an 8, 9, 7, 6. I do not care what you – know, I know you got to – in the second round, you're going to have to go beat a good team. That's the thing. If you want to go deep in the tournament, you're going to have to go beat a good team. You can't keep ducking good teams the entire time. So if we're an 8 or a 9 and we play uh, we play a 1 seed in the second round, we got to be ready for that because that's what you got to go do if you want to go to Sweet 16 in the Elite Eight. Well, you've, you, you've played the best out there there is right now in Gonzaga. You know what it, you know what it takes to play them and beat them. St. Mary's games are grinds, as you've already seen. What has the WCC done for you guys to help you get ready for March? Uh, there's been a lot of different teams. You know, we've seen teams like San Francisco that are just like the ultimate analytics team that won't take a long two if you just give them the ball wide open. And then we have teams like St. Mary's that are just trying to grind you out. And then, of course, you know, a team like Gonzaga is the best in the country. So we've seen a lot of different teams, which I think is really important. Uh, you don't want to get caught off guard by a team in the, you know, in the NCAA tournament that doesn't have a play style that you're used to. So I think we're used to every single play style that's out there. We've played fast teams. We've played slow teams. Um, you know, we've played teams with NBA talent on them. Um, so I think we're going to be ready for whatever comes our way in the, in the postseason. What do you guys need to do with this nine-day break between now and when you play again? Get better every single day. That's what we do. That is what we do. That is what we did with our 10-day break after Gonzaga. And that is what we're going to do in these nine days or however long we get. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get better every single day. How's your body holding up? How are you feeling? I feel fantastic. You know, I had a time during like midseason where I kind of started to feel like, oh, I'm starting to get old here. Uh, I was wearing the knee brace, and I, I was actually watching the film from our previous St. Mary's game, you know, the past few days, and I was like, man, I look slow. Hmm. I look slow, and I was like, you know, I, it was something that was bothering me, you know, that, that knee brace wasn't doing wonders for my mobility. So just to have that off, I feel absolutely fantastic. My body's at 100%, uh, which is the perfect time, you know. I uh, Sometimes younger guys run into that wall during this time of year, but I'm just now getting to 100% capacity, so I'm ready to go, and I can't wait. Well, that's good to hear. Just one last – I'm just curious – You've been through the West Coast Conference now. Uh, you played at Purdue. Obviously, you played in, in all those places. How would you characterize what the conference play has been like? Obviously, no fans is different, but level of competition and, and the, just your experience playing uh, in the West Coast Conference. Uh, there's a lot of really good players. You know, I think every single team has guys where you like really have to watch out for. You know, there's not, of course, you know, you're playing Division One basketball. There's not going to be a guy you just like don't have to guard. You know, there's going to be people playing high level basketball in any single conference you go to. But the WCC has really impressed me. You know, of course, we have the best, you know the, the number one team in the country right now. But outside of that, you know. These teams are all just cannibalizing each other. If you look at their standings, I think LMU is the only one outside of us in uh, Gonzaga that has a positive record in the conference. Or that might have changed after tonight. I'm not sure. But Pepperdine is like fourth, and they're 6-6. Six and six. Like All these teams are just going at each other, uh, which is great to see. You know, like It's teams that are hungry, that are wanting to win. Um, so it's 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 been it's been great, you know. I've seen a lot of different teams, like I said. So it's been uh, it's been some great competition. Finally, how did it feel to have uh, everyone, including Coach Pope, talking about how great it would be if you all got to do it again? I know you have plans, but there's a lot of love for for this senior class, and 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 you had to feel that. I know, I really felt it, and you know, of course, Pope tries to pull a little sneaky on us at the end there. <laughs> uh, which what do you expect? It yeah, is Mark Pope. Him. It is Mark Pope that we're talking about. I right. can't blame him for that. Right. Uh, it's really fun, you know, just to see that love, but. Um, you know, I, for anyone, hey, I'm, I'm done after this year. Uh, that's been, always been me, but I'm, 
I'm going to be a Cougar forever, and I'm going to certainly be back. Once this place fills up again, I'll be in the stands for sure. That's awesome. That's good to know that you feel that way, and, and we're so glad we got to have you for this one year that we think is going to be a special year, and that will be still determined in the weeks to come. Matt, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. All right, that's Matt Harms. We're going to call an audible here, and uh, Alex Barcelo is going to pop on the headset really quick because it is senior night after all. A.B., come on over. We, we had A.B. on Thursday. Uh, for a couple post-game segments, and we thought we'd split it up with the other guys tonight, uh, Brandon Averett and Matt Harms. We wanted to give them the spotlight that they earned, and we've given it to them. But since A.B.'s just sitting here, I did see him just sitting there. He wanted to come on and talk to us. <laughs> I really I did. Tell. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was hoping he'd be noticed. And so, no, but uh, thank you for just uh, – we'll make it really, really short because we talked a lot with you on Thursday. But just congratulations again on, on having the senior night turn out the way it did for you and the team. And I'm so glad it felt so close to normal – when you guys got to take the mic and look around and, and hear what you heard and, and uh, just what, how would you describe this night? Oh, um, extremely fun. And uh, I just, I really feel blessed. I really feel blessed to have been able to come here and have this opportunity to, to play in front of the fans here, to play for such a great coaching staff, um, to have you guys commentate the game. I mean, just every, every single person that I've met here and, and, um, kind of built a relationship with has been just so genuine and uh, I think it speaks to the university you know um, it's a really special place and uh, I'm so glad that we came out with the win tonight yeah, what, what a send-off <laughs> game right yeah. I mean this game had it all yeah. I mean it was just a slog in the first half yeah. a true war yeah and then you guys look more like yourselves I guess a lot of ways in the second half but they make it tough on you St. Mary's oh they really do you know that's that's their style of play physical but um that's kind of our bread and butter too now. You know, we're being more physical, and, and it's uh, shown that it really works for us. And, um, you know, we were going to we – that's that's how they play, but that's also how we play. And in one of the media timeouts, um, it w- the message wasn't we're going to beat them at their own game. It's they're physical, but we're more physical. And uh, they don't want to hang with us. So um, – we, we did such a great job throughout the entire game, playing through fouls the first half. I mean, the foul count was just all over the place, yeah. but uh, that didn't distract us. We we had one goal, and that was to win the game, and so glad that we did, and Pope put us all on the spot, <laughs> uh, seniors. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to hold back tears, and, uh, man, it was just so so great to be able to, to thank everyone in the arena. Well, I was just telling Matt, uh, I've, I've watched games in this building for 40 years, and you're one of the best I've ever seen. So thanks for coming to BYU, and I hope to thank you deep into March again and uh, over and over again until you guys really uh, make it, make a run. I think this team has what it takes. But uh, thanks for coming to BYU and playing so well, man. No, thanks for embracing me, guys. Seriously, it's, it, it means so much. Thank you again, and on behalf of Cougar Nation, our gratitude. So uh, that'll be it, Alex. We'll let you go. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Alex Barcelo. Again, his encore performance. Uh, We'll come back with Coach Pope on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, because we've been unable to convince Leanne Pope to come on, we're going to have to wait for Coach Mark Pope uh, to join us on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. It's so sad. The listeners are being robbed of a a unique experience. But uh, Greg and Mark here with you as we uh, recap BYU's 65-51 win over St. Mary's. Some numbers we didn't get to uh, in the postgame recap. These are kind of the miscellaneous numbers of note tonight, the extra categories. Uh, BYU, by the way, wins it by 14. They won the first half by 5, 23-18, and won the second half by 9, 42-33. The Cougs were close to keeping the Gales in the 40s, but they made a 3 in the closing seconds and uh, ended up making it 65-51. That said, uh, turnover number. BYU had only 10. It's a good number, actually. Uh, Early it looked like it might be over that, and they stayed at 10 to St. Mary's 9. Points off of turnovers were not a killer. Uh, St. Mary's had only 5 points off of BYU's 10 giveaways. The rebound number was BYU plus 10, and so the Cougars had significant rebound wins both in Moraga and in Provo against the Gales. 
Total rebounds were 43-33 to 33 in BYU's favor. Offensive rebounds were 8-6, to six, but the second-chance category was decisive. BYU ate nothing in second-chance points. You want to be, again, at least one point per offensive rebound in second-chance points, and BYU was there at 1-1. One one. St. Mary's had zero second-chance points off of six offensive rebounds tonight, so BYU was not getting uh, – uh, they were not made to pay off of second-chance opportunities by the Gales tonight. Bench scoring – BYU plus 17 tonight at 22 to 5. Paint points, BYU plus 2 at 28 to 6. Fast break went to St. Mary's by 2 at 5 to 3. The Cougars had five block shots, all from Matt Harms, career high, BYU career high. Five block shots. The Cougars had 13 assists. That's not an insignificant number. 13 assists on 23 makes, considering BYU had only six assists on 25 makes in Moraga. That was my key with Ben before the game because uh, St. Mary's, that's what they do. They take away your assists, and they, uh, opponents average only eight assists a game. And I thought, man, if you can get up 13, 14, 15, you probably win because you've done a good job against what St. Mary's likes to take you out of. So that is a, that's an important stat. Not only do the Gales take you out of your assists, uh, your assisted baskets, they take you out of your three-point game. And in Moraga, let's remember, BYU won that game despite going one for ten mm-hmm. from the three-point line so in Moraga six assists on 25 makes and tonight 13 assists on 23 makes and in Moraga BYU is one for 10 from deep and tonight nine for 19 from the three-point line that is not a small number for BYU Cook shoot well again from the arc 47 percent tonight over the last six games they're averaging around 50 percent from the arc right now so all key numbers in BYU's big win tonight 65 51 time now for the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show and we say let's go to head coach Mark Pope <laughs> Turn the volume down so Mark's ears don't get bursted. I've learned, man. I, I have my my headphones pulled away. For I love it. I, it's not that I don't love it, but you know, it's I'm getting old. What a spectacular night, huh? Like it just is. I, we're so blessed, guys. I mean, oh, you know, we're not promised another day, and we're not promised another win ever, and we're not promised to be able to bear witness to these extraordinary young men that keep seeming to roll through here but we got to do it today and we've got to do it all season and we're just really blessed i'm super grateful and um and i'm really happy for these guys uh they have sacrificed and worked the amount of work this team puts in is just ridiculous and it is a grind and and um they've they've you know through the non-conference and the conference season they've accomplished something really special and i'm just I'm just so proud of them. You know, the 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 most intense, the steepest climb is still ahead of us. We're, we're we can make really, really, really special things happen. But it is it is appropriate right now to just pause and just be grateful. And we're grateful for all these fans that came in here and the sport they showed. And I'm grateful for every single member of Cougar Nation that is going to crush. Alex and Matt and Brandon with texts and emails <laughs> to recruit them to stay. This is the one legal chance we have to recruit <laughs> all together. And I'm just filled with gratitude. So, so it's a super special night. Well, there's much more to come, we hope, in this season. Tonight felt like a reward of sorts for everything that's gone into playing the number of games you've been able to play, win the number of games you've been able to win in the most unusual and trying of circumstances. It all felt like it kind of came out in that celebration post-game tonight. Yeah, um, leadership is real, huh? And this best locker room in America, I'm going to tell you guys, like, I don't, not all the guys in my locker room were, are feeling perfect about their situation, and everything's not going perfect for everybody, but we're really close, man. I don't know if, you know, we always talk about aspiring to the best locker room in America. We work for it. We talk about it. We want it. This group might be close. They might be close to the best locker room in America. I, I, I challenge someone to go find me a better one. That, I'm not saying it's not possible, but they're good. And, and I think it is a reward for all those things, for all the work they put in, for the two-a-days, for the sacrifice, for the kind of learning how to grind it out and be physical. I mean, listen, to beat a, a St. Mary's team 43-33 to 33 on the glass, that just doesn't happen, guys. And that's... That's really spectacular. It's a great effort from our guys. You know, the physicality we've talked about for the last three weeks. Uh, turnovers, you know, we're at, we're at 10 turnovers, which is good for us in terms of the season. We're making strides. That's the other thing we're talking about. And our communication, for the most part, in the game was really, really terrific. And So it is. It's a reward. And um, 
and these guys are going to uh, we're going to give them the day off tomorrow. They were so excited about that. Obviously, facetiously, they get every Sunday off. And then uh, we're going to figure out how to get, get better next week so that we can jump into postseason. Make it really count, then. Give them the day off Monday, too. Yeah. They, 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 oh, did they, they hit you up. Greg Greg is now advocating <laughs> for the guys to take days off. <laughs> well, listen, Coach, I know maybe we're thrilled with the kind of the realignment, but uh, – that's pretty cool to get St. Mary's at home for the last home game, and we've called a lot of games, and you, you've, you've beaten St. Mary's a lot. Well, not a lot, but your fair share. But beating them by 14 feels like you beat them by 30. I mean, that's a hard team yeah. to play yeah. and to beat. And we were just talking about some of the numbers. The assist number was much better here, yeah. and the – and a three-point shot. What was kind of different tonight than in Moraga? Yeah, I mean, you think about it. To get 13 assists and to make to get 19 threes off yeah. and to get 13 assists is really spectacular. You know, I can talk about some guys I'm super proud of. I'm really proud of Trevin Nell. Um, Before you go on about Trevin, oh, sorry. Quickly, no, 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 this yeah. is good. I, I hate to interrupt you. I hate yeah. doing it, but I always do it. Uh, Thank just, goodness, because you know I would talk forever <laughs> if you didn't no, interrupt me. No, you're going to talk about Trevin. I'm going to tell you leading into it that he yeah. becomes your eighth different yeah. leading scorer and the seventh different leading scorer in the last eight games. Yeah. You talk about things that just don't happen? That yeah. just doesn't happen. Well, and, and just regarding that, um, so it's really fun statistically to talk about we've had seven different leading scorers in eight games, right? But just think for a second. When we talk about the best locker room in America, think about the trust that is floating around our locker room right now where Alex Barcelo looks at all those guys like, that dude can help me. And Matt Harms like, those guys can help me. And, and that's actually a component of, of working towards the best locker room in America is, like, that's a huge part of it is when you look around the locker room, like, I know that dude can come through and that dude can come through and that dude can carry us and he can come through. That's a really special thing. But you can never get there unless guys are willing to trust each other and sacrifice it for, enough for each other. So it's, it's really special. And I'm, I'm proud of Trevor. You know, after the game, um, I, I laid into the media really thick about how proud I was of Caleb Loner for worrying about the wrong, the right, worrying about the right things. Partly because I was so upset at Trevenell for worrying about the wrong things, and and like he should have, and like he does because he's a beautiful young man. He got the message, and so he came in here today. Not worried about making shots, but like I'm going to be perfect in my defensive assignment. My driving lines and playing off two feet is going to be great. And I'm going to go grab some hard-fought rebounds. And you know what happens when you come approach the game that way? You bang shots all over the court. And it's just, it's, it's just such a beautiful learning principle for these young men where I don't know where else you get to learn it in life. I'm sure there's other places I'm pretty, you know, mono-focused on, on basketball. But it, it, it just I'm so proud of him for, like, digging in and, like, remembering that lesson. And, and it, it showed for him tonight. He was spectacular, I thought. Who else do you want to talk about? Uh, can I talk about Brandon Averett? Let's talk about the seniors. Uh, Brandon Averett, uh you know, stomach, a little upset stomach before the game with everything going on. Like, this is just big. You know, this is a thing. And and two quick fouls in the first half. And then he opened the second half and said, forget about it. I got this. I am going to work my magic. He was just awesome. And uh, Matt Harms, uh, you know, the change he's made, the growth he's made in his physicality over the last three and a half weeks, it's incredible, isn't it? I mean, it's just beautiful. And the fact that he's, he's still willing to grow and willing to engage in new things. He was, I thought he was spectacular tonight. He actually missed some shots in the post, but they were incredibly physical. I was like, you know, the, the, you're not getting a more physical front line than St. Mary's. And he was like going at guys. It bodes well for us in the future that he continues to be that physical. Make or miss shots, it's awesome. And, of course, Alex Barcelo is just a consummate leader every single game, every single night. It just is like what, what we've come to expect from him is really spectacular. So, I mean, we could go on, but, man, I'm proud of those seniors. As we go to break, I'm going to read a tweet just came in from Kenton Phillips who says, Greg, I don't think we've ever had three seniors, all transfers, two with one year, and only one who knows what it's like to play in front of 18,000 Cougar fans, yet the crowd tonight sure gave them all a great send-off. Thanks for a fun year, he says. on the Twitter. Yeah, it's, it, we're so grateful. I mean, I, I can't tell how grateful I am to have people in the stands. I mean, I know it's nothing like it being full, 
but just the interaction with between us and fans is it's 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 everything to us. It matters so much, and I'm super grateful for these seniors that they got to just feel it today. Okay, Mark Pope is with us. We'll have closing comments from the coach as the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame show continues after this on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 65-51 is the final score. BYU over St. Mary's tonight. Cougars now one win away from 20 on the year. They're at 19-5. and five. You know, It used to be 20 wins was kind of the, uh, the, the milestone, right? Then it became kind of 25. But that's, we're back to 20 again this year of all years. If you can get, if you can play around 25 and win around 20 heading into the postseason, coach, you've done some pretty special things. Yeah, that, 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 to get to get 20 would be incredible. That means you you did a good job beating COVID and beating teams and beating craziness and beating weirdness. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm really happy with where we are right now. First half, senior nights can be weird, right? Can we just say that? Yep. <laughs> the three seniors got to the halftime locker room without a field goal between yep. the three of them. They end up scoring 26 points after halftime. Yep. That's just kind of the way these things are sometimes. Yeah, and you, you hate it as a coach, but you love it. It's just one of the things you have to put up with is that you just know. Like, my guys were so amped before the game. They, they love these seniors so much, and there's so much emotion. And and uh, and then you do the you, you have to do the senior pregame. You just have to do it because they have to be honored. And then you just know it's going to be <laughs> weird. Like, even last year, I don't think we scored. We couldn't score in the first half, right? We didn't and, – and we – that we guarded last year and so you just put up with it and, and you just trust that your guys are going to find their way and those three seniors certainly did in the second half yeah it is like you said pretty remarkable that you, you know you've been able to play all these games and good good thing we're on the hardwood because you're knocking on wood every time you say that and it's still you know this looming thing out there just ask portland and uh what's kind of been your approach to that and what the like you got nine days what do you tell the kids what are the precautions yeah. that you take to, to make sure you're in the good spot yeah so it's it's super scary so i actually said in the press conference last game post game that i would like you know we're not missing the, the postseason again this year we're just not gonna do it and so and then it got me freaked out and so i've, <laughs> I've been driving rob ramos crazy over the last 48 hours um you know kind of a uh you know, a, a kind of window starts to close on Monday. Like if we had COVID tests turn up positive in the next 48 hours, we could still make it to the tournament, leaving on time to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but after Monday, it starts to get more serious and more tenuous and more tricky. And so we're going to meet on Monday as a team, and we're going to have a real hard conversation. And, uh, you know, um, we just try and take every precaution. I know our guys will be really careful. Uh, we don't have really exciting social lives anyway. We just study <laughs> and hoop. And so it shouldn't be that difficult. But uh, we're going to talk about it every single day leading up because we do. We have to do everything humanly possible to keep this team intact so that we can have a shot at the sensitive tournament. That is, you know, we, Greg, what's it been, six years since we've been? 2014-15, you were yeah. on that staff. And so it's been, a, it's been a long time. We have to. These guys deserve to get back, especially these guys that missed it last year that have come back. And so we just have to. We just have to. We, we have to do everything human possible. I'm thinking about trying to find, like, you know, some portable, like, mini homes that I can just <laughs> lock these guys away in and just um, – you know, we've talked about going the hotel route. We're, we're considering a lot of different things where we just we just want to make sure that these guys get a chance to do what they've earned. Last game note or two, um, what does it take to go from .7 points per possession in the first half against St. Mary's to doubling that? 1.4 in a half against yeah. St. Mary's? That's hard to do. Yeah, I thought our guys did. You know, we had seven offensive rebounds in the first half, so I, I, I actually we just missed some shots partly in the first half we also were a little bit stagnant we also didn't get anything going in transition uh the second half i felt like we had some good flow in transition the whole second half we had some really good flow uh at the end of the first half i'll tell you a really important minutes in the first half i moved spencer johnson to the point i was super scared of it but i was more scared especially after what happened last game about having brandon and and, and alex with three fouls and it was a high foul volume game and so i just was like hey let's move spencer we actually went to pistol we went to a four out one in kind of spread game that we like a lot and it was super effective and so actually that helped us open up the game in the second half a little bit too getting in transition also spreading the floor a little bit uh those two things i think made a big difference and our senior just said hey we're going to handle this 
Okay. I'll say you're locked. I'm sure others uh, will join me here in the, in the days to come. So now it's Las Vegas. You know what it's like to go to Vegas, get that Monday debut and not play Tuesday. It happened last year. Yeah. How do things um, – how's the approach this year to, to making sure you get that you get that Tuesday game? I don't know yet. I haven't got there, guys. I was trying to get through senior night. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hit it tonight and kind of spend some time uh, figuring things out and, and – uh, you know, we'll we'll have a game plan. The one thing that gives me a lot of confidence is that we had that 10-day break after the Gonzaga game, and our guys found a way to get better. They were willing and committed to getting better. So a template of sorts? Perhaps. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll, we'll use that as a template for sure. Uh, you know, we did a bunch of mini scrimmages. We've actually had a couple um, uh, uh, Power 5 schools reach out to us about a possibly a closed-door scrimmage. Uh, uh, squeezing in on the back end of the season because they have a little bit of a layoff too, and so that's something we're considering. Hmm. You know, you got to balance that out with the COVID risk and everything else, and it just makes your head want to explode. But um, I think I think since we've done it recently, I feel a little more confident. Like we have a template to work from, and these guys understand what it should feel like to make it happen. And if we can respond at the WCC tournament like we did on the road against Pacific and LMU, I'll be really excited because coming off that 10-day window where they got better, they proved it. One last thing we'll let you go. Uh, means a lot to be the head coach of a team that has gone 13-1 and in February since you've been yeah. with them. I, I'm probably more proud of that than I should be. Um, you know, we talk about it. I mean, you have to listen to me every day, right? We talk about it all year long about that we are trying to get better every day. And so when you get to February and your you, your team has progressed and got better, we're so much better than we were two months ago and a month ago even. And um, that's a, a tribute to these guys being willing to come in every day and actually try to get better. It's hard. I think a lot of people might not understand how hard it is to come in, not just to get through practice, but actually to try and get better. And these guys have done it, and I'm really proud of them for it. It's a tribute to our guys. The guys that we've had roll through this program the last two years are spectacular. Hey, Leanne and your daughters will kill me if I ask you one more question, so I won't. But I'll give you the final word. Uh, well, listen. We're grateful. I'm going to spend the rest of the night just being grateful. Um, I had a, a funeral today for a dear, dear friend, and, and uh, it just reminds you that you're not given tomorrow. And um, the fact that we get to be here at BYU and that we get to do what we do and that I get to do it with you and Mark and that we get to do it with this team and we get to see these leaders grow and we get to celebrate in this arena with all these fans, and um, it just is almost too much. It's too much. And um, – we're super grateful, and uh, this is uh, we've been really blessed this season in so many different ways, and and uh, so that's it. I'm grateful for you guys and grateful for this whole deal, and let's enjoy tonight, and then we'll get back to work, boys. Yeah. What a blessed night it's been indeed. Coach Pope, thank you. Congratulations again. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll come back and wrap it up here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, in front of what felt like and sounded like a lot more than 1,750 fans here tonight, uh, BYU on senior night gives Cougar Nation here in the building and, well, whoever else was tuning in on TV, on radio, streaming, uh, a great send-off. BYU 65 and St. Mary's 51 is our final score. The Cougars improved to 19-5 and on the season. Remarkable that they are on the cusp of a 20th win this year in their 25th game, and that will come one week from Monday in Las Vegas at the WCC Tournament on semifinal Monday. We know BYU will be the two-seed. We don't know who the Cougars will play. The bracket will come out tomorrow courtesy of the WCC, but we know the Cougars are going to be off until a week from Monday and hopefully we'll play the next day for the WCC Championship. And that remains in front of us. But as for tonight, it's a tremendous fourth consecutive win to end the regular season for BYU, which culminates uh, conference play at 10-3. and So yet another year with double-digit conference victories. I believe BYU's had double-digit wins in league ever since the Cougars joined the West Coast Conference. And in this year where they played three fewer games, they still got there and finished league play at 10-3. and And the home season ends with a record of 10-2. and And I'm sure BYU will further cement and solidify its lock status after tonight's performance, which included so many great performances. Trevin Nell becomes the eighth different Cougar to lead BYU in scoring. He goes for 15 
five for seven from the field, four of five from three, and he is now 15 for his last 21 from the three-point line. Remarkable shooting from Trevin late in the year. Trevin with 15. The seniors, Harms and Averett with 11 apiece. 11 for Gideon George, who played really well tonight. Five in the first half, six after halftime. Alex Barcelo with eight. Connor Harding with seven. And Caleb Lohner with two, getting you to 65 and 65, enough to defeat St. Mary's handily tonight, 65 to 51. All right, let's thank all those who made our broadcast possible. It was a long broadcast day today. Three games and three wins on the radio. So we had uh, we had baseball defeating Texas, 3-2 in Austin with Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade. We had soccer defeating San Francisco up in Harriman, 3-2 with Jerem Jordan. And then we had BYU winning tonight with Mark Durant and me capping our triple header BYU Radio and KSL Radio Day for all those tuning in tonight. So tremendous work by all in helping us get and stay on the air all day long, our engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires, and our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our, bo- our control board operators include Liam Howard tonight working with us on basketball. Ben Bagley was our studio host this evening. Our thanks to him. Courtside, my color commentary colleague as always, Mr. Mark Durant. We appreciate John McBride, uh, BYU Athletic Communications, for assisting us as well. Courtside, our thanks to the three seniors. Brandon Averett, Matt Harms, Alex Barcella for joining us along with Coach Mark Pope during our postgame show. Pre-game interviews with Coach Mark Pope and assistant coach Marcus Schroeder from St. Mary's, also part of our broadcast tonight. So for all of those folks, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you, Cougar Nation, for tuning in tonight. What a great night it was for BYU basketball and a great day for BYU sports. Final score tonight, BYU 65 and St. Mary's. 51. Our next BYU basketball game coming your way from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas one week from Monday night on semifinal Monday at the WCC Championships. That's our next basketball game. I'll be with you on the road this week for some women's soccer. I'll be in Columbia, Missouri with the Cougs on Wednesday for BYU and Mizzou and then in LA for BYU at LMU on the weekend. Between now and then we will have our final Pope show of the season. BYU basketball with Mark Pope, 6.30 on Tuesday on the BYU TV app. Be with you for that. So, once again, my name is Greg Rubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borke, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.